Have you noticed whenever you go to your GPS or your maps on your phone or in your car and you set the location, you click on the location, and one of the first things it gives you is an overview of where you're going. And then it zooms right in on your current location. That's what we just did. And that's what we're doing. We just, we just saw the overview of Jesus' passion. And then this week, particularly as we come to Thursday and Friday, we will slow down in real time and we will follow Jesus on his way to the cross. But there's an amazing contrast between the gospel that we heard proclaimed in the back of the church and the passion that we just read in its entirety. We see the crowds on Palm Sunday joyful, excited, acknowledging Jesus as the Son of David. And they're crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Son of David. Hosanna in the highest. And a few days later, on Good Friday, what do we hear from the crowds? Crucify Him. Crucify Him. What's happened? What happened to the crowd? Have they lost their voices? Or have their voices changed? I think what's happened to those who initially were, were there welcoming Jesus into Jerusalem, and when Good Friday came, they were, they were silenced. They were intimidated. They were told, you don't have a voice here. We've experienced that today in our culture. This whole cancel culture that's happening. If you dare say something that goes against the politically, religiously correct, you will be shamed. You will be silenced. And if you do not recant, if you do not repent, you will be excommunicated. You do not have a voice in society. That's what's happening right now. And we should not be surprised at this. Archbishop Fulton Sheen, in his book, The Divine Romance, in the very last chapter, he says that the, the mystical body of Christ, the church, will will go through the same seasons that Jesus went through. The mystical body of Christ will have its seasons of, of Palm Sunday, where the, the world will, will acknowledge the church for her goodness, for her moral authority. But then the church will experience from the world, as did Jesus, persecution. 
And it's through that persecution, Fulton Sheen says, the church is purified. And the, the world will and has, in different periods, in different societies, in different governments, has claimed the church is dead. Even some philosophers like Nietzsche said, God is dead. Communism said, God is dead. They rolled the stone back over the church and buried her and said, he's dead. And Fulton Sheen said, the church will always come forth purified from that persecution in her Easter glory. Always. And it's for us, as we enter into this Holy Week, to find our voice. And what is the voice that we need to find? As we draw close to Jesus in His compassion, it is a cry of the heart, of our own hearts. As we recognize, He suffered this for me, for my sins. We pray now for the grace to truly experience a heartfelt remorse for our sins, a deeper repentance for our sins, a purification of our own heart and our own soul as we watch Jesus going through His passion. And then gratitude. Gratitude because we know Easter is coming. We know that His passion and Good Friday is not the end of the story. And to the degree that we enter into this Holy Week, to the degree that we enter into His passion and are moved as such, will be the degree that we experience and able to celebrate and rejoice in His resurrection and what Easter glory looks like in our own life. So we, we humbly ask the Lord for that grace as we continue with this Mass to be with Him, to remain with Him, to find our own voice that is louder than anything audible, but it is a profound voice of the cry of the heart that allows a purification, a deeper conversion, and the invitation to live more powerfully the Easter glorious mysteries. Amen?